It is the very last edition of Dogs Beat, but we won't dwell on that for long because we have got a bumper program. In fact, quite a few people. In fact, I'm not alone this morning. I've got uh, Elizabeth Whelan with me, the Chief Operating Officer of Greyhound Racing New Zealand, and then two other men down in the Christchurch studio. We'll get to very shortly. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, Happy New Year. Welcome to Dog Speed, the, the final edition. Happy New Year, Mark. Uh, massive thank you to you and the team for everything that you've done over the past. I'm losing track of time, but about a year or so with SEN. It's been, it's been fantastic having the show every Sunday. I have no doubt this won't be the end, probably in a few months. Potentially we could be back. But um, the band's back together today. I can see down in Christchurch you've got Dan Roberts and also Andy McCook back in the studio, which is uh, exciting. Indeed we do. Um, thank you too, by the way, for the opportunity that we've had um, to talk about Greyhounds on a Sunday, which is a whole heap of fun, and we've got around the... Uh, Greyhound community as much as we can. The original host was one Andy McCook, who I see is making a uh, guest appearance in the last show. But uh, Dan Roberts took over the mantle. Dan, uh, good morning to you. G'day, Rosso. Happy New Year, mate. Yeah, look, same to you. Um, you obviously felt you couldn't do the show alone uh, this morning as well, as you make your way out to Motu Carrara for a couple of drives that we'll talk about uh, a little later. So um, you better introduce uh, the original, the man whose place you took. Yeah, he's back from retirement, Rosso. Um, he was going to tag along just for a few beers, I think, but uh, thought we'd better get him working. Andy, g'day. G'day, mate. G'day, guys. Pleasure to be back along for uh, for the final show. That's a bit of a scary thing, isn't it, Rosso? I remember when we started back doing this in Australia. That was a, a wee while ago, and uh, it's growing from uh, from strength to strength there, especially when I, uh, I hung up the old cans and, and this young fella here took over. I think the show's just improved out of sight. Oh, don't be like that, Andy. Um, I thought we'd just um, have a bit of a chat about what we've been doing over the last couple of weeks. And I think in the Petoni studio, it's fair to say that we've been having quite a good time um, away from our respective jobs and uh, and a genuine holiday. But I know for people who uh, train greyhounds, um, there kind of is no Christmas. So, uh, Dan, what have you been up to? Uh, nah, same old, mate. Just dogs every day. Every day, dogs. Driving to Cambridge but, even but in between. Oh, I saw that, mate. Yeah, good effort. Um, but you love it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't do it if I didn't love it. Um, Christmas morning, you sort of think what you're doing, but with your life. But now you get out there and get into it and then go open your presents. It's uh, good. Wouldn't have it any other way. Exactly. Uh, Andy McCook, I'd imagine you're the same. Uh, yeah, public holidays. What are they? Uh, Greyhound trains about the only people in that I know that they don't seem to get them, but uh, that's fine. We, as Dan said, it's the life we choose and we uh, we carry on. Well, to be fair, it's not really the life I've chosen. That's been a commentator. I just kind of get dragged along for the ride with no real choice, kicking and screaming, but uh, that's what happens. And uh, Christmas morning, I woke up, did the dogs. I didn't get presents, though. Dan's lucky, I guess. Mm, yeah, indeed. We've got more friends, Andy. Um, time and a half day in You pay yourself, though, don't you? Hey? Pay yourself? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, Elizabeth, you and I have actually had a little bit of time off, uh, which, which is kind of nice. I feel guilty even even saying that. I've been up in Wanganui for a couple of weeks enjoying mum's roasts, um, spending some time with a retired greyhound. My uncle's in the WBC syndicate up there in Wanganui, and he's got wild effective at home. He's nearly 10, and I tell you what, that dog's still ready to get there, out there and race. I thought my holiday was going to finish on a real high on Friday. I got the bus back from Wanganui to Wellington. That part definitely wasn't the high. Hmm. Um, Ubered to Petoni, ranged the Petoni TAB because my dog was running that I'm in with Mark Lynn. Go again, trained by one Janine McCook. And I thought I'm going to back this dog. Um, Andy, that was one of the sickest beats that I have ever seen with Go Again, quite frankly, there on Friday. It was, it was tragic. It was tragic, wasn't it? I just about fell over in the call because I thought... 
She's just about to make her way to the lead here, and then as I'm back through the tail end, as suddenly she was with them, and I'm thinking, what's going on here? This is not right. That wasn't part of the plan, but uh, it's what happens when you try and rail a little bit too early. She needs a little jockey out there. Uh, race seven, go again, actually named on Tuesday. I think we just get on again, hopefully. Yep, I think so too. I, I was watching that, and I felt uh, for you both, I've got to say, uh, Andy, I know it's tough. Uh, it's a while since I've called my own dog, um, to be fair, uh, but I have. And, um, yes, can be uh, quite a cruel game in that regard. Um, thought we might chat about well, – actually, this was your idea, Elizabeth, so I'm going to start with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, top three <laughs> moments of the 2022. It's behind us now, um, but not very behind us. And it'd be nice to reflect on some of the racing highlights of the year. So what were your top three? I, I don't know if mine are actual racing highlights. I'm looking forward to hearing what everyone else's are, but in no particular order. Um, I loved seeing Opala Superstar winning the New Zealand Cup. Um, the Greyhound was um, one of the standout middle distance performance throughout the uh, previous season. I think he got his reward uh, winning the New Zealand Cup. And the fate he's getting 10 is just phenomenal. Opala racing getting their fifth New Zealand Cup. Um, but the other two standout moments for me were the Jerry and Z Awards back in September. Um, Trevor Wilkes, um, we all know him from Trackside, he is one of the nicest humans in the universe, not just at Trackside in the world in my opinion, he had absolutely no idea that he was going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame and that spontaneous standing ovation from the entire room there uh, down in Christchurch I thought was magnificent and then um, my other highlight was being at the Nationals at Wentworth Park back at the end of August, part of a New Zealand contingent there to cheer on No Keeper um, I, knew no, I knew Gary Cleave pretty well prior to that series, knew him very well by the end of the series and when those greyhounds came out for the distance final which um, no keeper ended up finishing fourth and being at Wentworth Park and then playing the New Zealand national anthem was just an incredible moment and I'm sure one that Gary will treasure for the rest of his life. Outstanding. Um, Dan Roberts what about you your, your top three highlights I don't know if you can slip anything personal in here we'll see. Nah Liz has actually stolen a couple of mine so I'm not real happy about Sorry. it but uh, <laughs> I also had a power superstar I think uh, that was probably one of the best performances I've seen, uh, especially in the New Zealand Cup, so it's probably on top for me. Uh, the other one was no keeper in the silver collar. I was actually in Colombia at the time, and I thought uh, I'd better tune into the race and <laughs> managed to somehow do that, and uh, I thought that was a phenomenal win. Third one for me, a uh, wee bit personal, but I'm going to go with Talbingo Bale in the Waterloo Cup. He, uh, he jumped straight to the lead, and that, that was lights out, and he copped a sublime 29.88 around Auckland. Andy McCook, what about you? Top three in 2022? I'm still trying to pick myself up off the floor after the guy who says he doesn't get a holiday then reels out he was in Colombia watching the Silver Collar. I'm not quite sure how that works. Um, I, I don't want to sound uh, I don't want to sound like I'm coughing everyone here, but the, the New Zealand Cup had to be up there, obviously, for a couple of reasons. For me, it was uh, obviously one of the best New Zealand Cups I think you'll ever see in Superstar uh, a well-deserved winner of it. The Fahey's grabbing their 10th Cup. What more can you say about them and, uh, and their tutelage of greyhounds and and obviously be my first call of the big race as well, which was uh, on, a, on a personal note pretty uh, pretty special for me. Um, Going to keep it a little bit personal as well. Uh, Epic Cruz breaking 30 seconds. Uh, unfortunately, he's on the sideline with injury at the moment, but um, been a, a really super dog for us, and he's run second in some pretty good races. Uh, one, you know, we, we obviously bred him in conjunction with the Mays, and uh, he's been at home on the property his whole life and to, uh, to, to run second in some big races, but to break the 30-second barrier at Addington was pretty special, and... Rosa, I'm going to sound a bit old here and probably way in front of my time, but seeing so many young trainers coming through and, and doing a, a good job, you know, you look throughout New Zealand and every single region's got, got young trainers from the Sammy Phillips and the Riley Evans to the Sean Codlins and the, 
you know, the Ember Potts and what, and, uh, you know, that seeing the young people coming through is uh, really, really special. And I don't think I've missed any young trainers off that list with ability, have I, Rosso? <laughs> Maybe uh, the guy sitting actually, next yeah. to me, I'm not sure. Oh, Maybe not the guy him, sitting next to me. <laughs> I hadn't even considered Dan Roberts, to be fair, but, um, but yeah, anyway, right, there's, 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 a, there's a whole later. list, Andy, and it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it's something that, uh, that fills me with hope as well. Uh, no keepers, uh, Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar obviously was an outstanding performance and a terrific race set up by Thrilling Rogue from the front, and of course that dog's gone on. And uh, having Mr. Fahrenheit from a small CD kennel run third as well, I thought that was just an outstanding uh, race. And of course Aaron White's first call of the Duke of Edinburgh Silver Collar, Andy McCook's first call of the New Zealand Cup, a power superstar had to be in the list. And I know it's only quite recent, but um, Postman Pat's Far South Challenge where he burned past a power superstar was, was something else. From a personal note, um, watching a dog like Postman Pat come to Manawatu and first up uh, run within a tenth of a second of the track record and, and put away dogs like Allegro Warrior by seven and a half is something extraordinary as well. So a lot to look forward to in 2023. A lot to look forward to this afternoon because young Dan Roberts, is he a better driver than a greyhound trainer? That's what we've got to decide, I suppose. But Dan, you've got a couple of drives this afternoon at Motokarara. So here's another extension of trot talk like we did not so long ago with your dad, and race two, number four, Cool Moon. Now, I know a few of the Go Ask Clint syndicate, and, um, you know, I'm not sure what they were saying after that last performance where, uh, where Cool Moon went into a gallop, Dan, when you took the reins, but um, they do have faith in you, I can assure you. <laughs> so what can we expect from the 30 to, 30 to 1 shot in race two today? Uh, hopefully not another gallop, but um, he's uh, number four, but he comes into barrier two, which is pretty handy. He's got pretty good gate speed. Uh, the favourite's drawn one, which probably isn't ideal. I'd, I'd like to try cross it if I could, but... Uh, He's 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 handy enough, Rosso, as long as he um doesn't gallop again. I mean, he's he's gonna win one pretty soon, I think. He's uh he's got got a wee bit of ability, so with the right run, he's definitely a top three chance. Just a wee bloke, isn't he? He's a bit like you. Yeah, he's only a wee fella, so he probably doesn't want to be lugging uh, too much weight around. So it's a bit unfortunate that I had a few Christmas pies, but um he'll have to deal with that. Hey, race eight number four. Razor's Edge you're driving. You, you drove last start as well. It's in the market too, uh, 7.5. How'd you pick up that drive? Uh, I actually work for Jimmy Geddes. I've been working for him for just over a year now, I think. Um, so we've got a pretty good relationship and a pretty good thing going on there. Um, he's away uh, on a cruise at the moment, lucky him. Uh, so I've uh, got the joys of taking the horse over and, and get to drive him as well. Um, he's, he's been going really good. Uh, finishing his races off really well. He's just another one that's probably just needs a wee bit of luck early, and uh, he'll be he'll be finding the line nicely. So if he can get a decent run at them, he, he's definitely a, a good chance of winning the race. Well, you're giving him a decent push for your drives here, Dan. Um, I've got to ask <laughs> you about Luna Rosa too. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you're driving and not Andy McCook. Uh, race five, number ten, Luna Rosa, um, a trotter that's already won a race for uh, for Angela Washington and and, and your dad Craig Roberts. Um, He's uh, blown out in the market to 16. Johnny Cox doing the driving. Is she a chance today? Yeah, she got things wrong last start. But prior to that, uh, her two starts after winning the race was uh, two two pretty handy fourths where she was uh, leading up and having to do it from the front where she sort of just blew out a wee bit. So tried to drive her uh, with a bit more of a sit last start. And obviously she got things wrong swinging for home and ultimately galloped. But she's uh, she. Those two fourths, she sort of indicated that she's probably not far away from winning another race. She's just got to get things right and get the right run. So she's probably worth a wee each way bet at those odds. 
Excellent. Well, I've gone from zero bets at Mott today to three, so um, you're doing well for the code there, Dan, and uh, you're doing well for the Greyhound code as well. 